Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, get financial independence, and live the dream life by investing in real estate. Now, today, we're going to be talking all about the one thing that literally stops just about every single person who wants to invest in real estate. All of my students go through it. I went through it, and I know you will too. And even if you already have one or two properties, if you want to scale to be bigger and larger and have more properties become financially independent, you got to get past this as well. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super pumped and blessed as always to have you here with me on the show. Now, I actually haven't talked about this topic for a while now. I mean, this topic is such a fantastic uh, roadblock, like fantastic in a hard way, in a rough way. Like it literally stops every single person. And really what it comes down to is unknown and fear. Two different things, but they go together. If you know something, you don't really fear it because you understand it, you know how to navigate through it. Like let's say you're traveling down the road and you know the road like the back of your hand. You're not worried about where you're gonna turn, how you're gonna get there and all the normal things because you understand it. If you're going down a brand new road, which I'm gonna talk a little bit about, the new road that you're driving down, you have no clue where to turn. So you're always looking and trying to wonder what's gonna happen over here. Is that turn coming up so fast? Same thing with real estate investing. Real estate investing, it's easy. No, let me take that back. It's simple. It's not easy. It's simple. There are just simple steps that you need to go through. Like I said, it's not easy, but when you go through the steps, when you have somebody else show you the steps, if and when you go through every single one of those steps, just like you go down the road and you make every turn that you know that you're told to make and you take the first left and then you take the next right and you actually follow the directions, it actually becomes fairly simple. Now, after you do that a bunch of times, you're like, man, I don't need these directions anymore. I could do it on my own because I know it. Same exact thing with real estate investing. It's actually not that hard to do it, but the thing that really stops just about all of us, or at least puts a huge roadblock in our way, is fear. Now, you might be thinking, well, I already have one or two or 10 properties. Well, if you have a lot of properties, in order to scale that, you start to get a little concerned. At least I, this happened to me as I was growing and scaling my business. I got concerned, like, what if I get too over leveraged? What if I hire the wrong people? What if this and what if that? Because as you're scaling, just like when you're buying your first one, there's unknown things that pop up. And this is what this episode, the, actually, I'm going to do two episodes this week and next week, two different episodes on the subject of getting over these hurdles of unknown and fear so that you can invest in real estate, buy your first property, or if you already have 10 properties, how to scale your business and how to do it right now. I'm gonna quickly share with you what I'm doing. As you're listening to this, I am literally taking my family on a 35-day road trip around this central part, not, not Central America, the middle of America, I guess you could say. We're going from Phoenix, Arizona, 
taking a travel trailer, I think it's like 36 feet travel trailer, renting it. I was thinking about buying it, but decided not to because I've never owned one, never driven in one, never taken one. Let's just rent one first. Anyways, Phoenix, all the way up to Glacier National Park. We have friends along the way. We're even looking in Idaho, maybe being able to possibly move to Idaho because it's beautiful up there as well, as well as it's not as hot. Like right now in July, as I'm recording this, it's 120 degrees today in Phoenix. And they say it's a dry heat, but it's still really hot. And I've gotten even more acclimated to the heat now. I really love the sun. I love being able to get out. But at the same time, I was thinking there might be other things out there. So what we're going to do is go all the way up to Glacier National Park, which is in Montana. And all along the way, stop and see friends like in Idaho and Utah and Wyoming. We're going to stop other places all the way up, see all the national parks. Then we're going to go up to Coeur d'Alene, see some friends up there, go over to Glacier National Park, which is supposedly super amazing. I've never been there, but it looks beautiful. And then all the way over to the Dakotas and see Mount Rushmore. And then we're going to take, was it Freeway 29? Never been there, but I'm looking at the map right now. We're going to take Freeway 29 all the way down to see South Dakota. We're going to pop into Minnesota a little bit. We're going to go to Nebraska and Iowa and Kansas and Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, like I guess that freeway kind of goes right between both the, all the states. And then we're going to go down into Louisiana and then cut back through Dallas and go all the way back to Arizona and Phoenix. So it's going to be about 35 days of literally traveling in a travel trailer with a family, bring in our dogs. We have family, friends watching the chickens and watching over our house and everything. But I got to tell you, I'm a little anxious about this trip. Like I'm recording this right now. We're leaving tomorrow and I'm actually recording this the day before we're going to leave. So when you're listening to us is the day we just started going. And so we're driving. And so I'm a little anxious because we're bringing our dogs. We have two dogs and we, they've never done this before. I've never done this before. I've driven with plenty of boats, towing boats, but now I'm taking a 8,000 pound travel trailer with my Ford Expedition. I'm praying everything works out well. I got a brake control and all that good stuff. But it's amazing to think that I can literally do this. Man, I was remembering when I was working a job, and I know most people, we all have to work a job to provide for a family. And you must be working a job in order to save money, to invest, provide for your family. But when you're working that dead end J-O-B, that just over broke job, man, it feels like your life is so dependent on somebody else. It not feels like, because it is. If you don't have the vacation time saved up, if you don't have the ability to just up and leave, you're dependent on that job. And what I love is that because I invest in real estate, I have my money coming in whether I work or not. The more I work, the more money I make, which is great because that's why I created Master Passive Income, because we master passive income by buying one rental property. The more we buy, we master it even more. And that's what I want you is to you to master passive income by buying and investing in real estate. Now with these 35 days, I will literally not even talk to my property managers. I will literally not even worry about my businesses because I have other people doing all of the work. And that's what I want for you. I want you to have this type of life to where you can enrich other people, where you can serve other people. You can travel the world. You can do whatever you want. That's really why I have Master Passive Income. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you 
to invest in real estate, get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. I get so many of my students, all of my coaching students, the ones that are inside of my, my ultimate real estate investing system that I have. Um, when they get in there and they start learning, they realize, man, buying that first property is hard. And even people that just listen to the podcast email me, you know, how do I get that first property? I'm, I'm scared about buying that first property. Buying the property, buying a property or any property, that is actually the easiest thing. That's the easiest part of the business. Anybody can go to any city and call up a, a realtor and say, hey, I want to buy a property. Let me buy a property. You actually put your money down. You get financing. You put the, that uh, property in, in your pocket. Basically, it's in your inventory. You actually now have a, um, a property that you could rent out. As you rent that out, you start losing money. <laughs> you know, it's a, what a big letdown because you didn't build the business first. You didn't find the right area to invest. You didn't find the, the property managers. You didn't find contractors. You didn't know which properties to buy, which ones to stay away from, which ones are good deals. So the easiest thing is to actually buy the property. The hard part is creating your business so that it runs itself so that you don't literally, you literally don't have to work. You have other people doing all the work for you and you just reap all the benefits. You get all the rewards from your business that you've created. Now, buying that first property, that is very, very difficult. I went through that same thing. In fact, every time I buy a property, I'm kind of thinking, you know what? I'm praying that this is going to work out. But what I've done is because I've created a system, because I've done it so many times, it's really just like, you know, going to a grocery store, just picking out something and buying it and saying, you know, this is going to work for me and put it to good use. Exact same thing, especially once you have an area of the country that you invest, you already have three, four, five, six, seven, maybe 15 properties. You already have a property manager that's going to run the properties for you or that is currently running the properties. It's so much easier to buy that property now because you already have the business put in place. So that is, we'll get to that in just a little bit, but I wanted to talk about some fears that people have. The, f the fears that come into people's heads when, oh my goodness, like, like I'll give you a, a question that people get asked me, what if I lose money? Or what if I buy the wrong property? Or what if I buy in the wrong area of the town or state or the, you know, the country? What if I buy in the wrong place? What if the property burns down? So I have some questions I'm gonna go through and then I'm gonna give you step-by-step -step ways to get past these fear. Now, what really happens in the very beginning is there's so much information as well as there's so many properties, so many places to look, so many different options on um, you know, what type of house to look for. There's so many things. So somebody starts to feel overwhelmed. They start, you know, the investor who's never bought a property, who's starting to build their business, they start feeling overwhelmed and they, they, they kind of get a like lost in the headlights. So, you know, like a deer looking at headlights, they just stop and freeze. So you kind of get lost in he headlights and you feel overwhelmed, but then you shut down where you don't actually 
buy that first property. You don't get that first win under your belt of a property that makes you money. Now, when you start feeling overwhelmed, you start feeling like there's there's too much out there, you, you don't know if you're going to be able to do it right, what you need to do is never lose sight of your goal. Like, what is your ultimate reason and why do you want to invest in real estate rental properties? For me, it was because I was tired of working for somebody else. I wanted to be independent or financially independent so I didn't have to rely on somebody else for a job. I literally just wanted to be able to do everything on my own and not rely on somebody else. So that was my goal. Your goal might be because you want to you know, spend more time with your family. That's fantastic. Or travel the world or buy the things that you want or whatever it might be. Don't lose sight of your goal because your goal is going to help you to remember that you need to push through all these roadblocks that come in your way, all these, you know, hurdles that come up as you're running, you know, imagine yourself a track athlete, you're running on the track and there's hurdles in your way. Well, you got to jump over those hurdles. And if you crash through them, you're going to get hurt. So you got to try to get over those. So don't lose sight on the reason why you want to invest and put that on the forefront of your mind. Like if it's your, your, your kids, you know, make sure the picture of your kids is on your mirror. When you wake up every morning, you go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, and you see the picture of your kids and said, this is why, because I want more time to be able to spend time with my kids. I want to be able to coach the little league games instead of missing them because I'm working. You know, I want to be able to take them to the circus because I have money now to be able to do that. I want to be able to just be there for them and watch them grow up and live life rather than pass it by and then wish I had time back at the end. So never lose sight of your goal. And with that, and I already said this, is what is your why? Why do you want to invest in real estate? Why do you want to have the passive income coming in? Remember that every time you start feeling overwhelmed, it'll hopefully help you get focused because I know it did for me. It got me more focused on my my vision and plan and the direction that I was going with with real estate because I knew the ultimate goal was to eventually quit my job so I had more time for my family. I had more money. I had time. I had control over my life and I was able to do that. Now, in feeling overwhelmed, what I want to help you out is to understand that what is going to get you even more understanding of the process of buying properties, building a business, When you start feeling overwhelmed, you get even more overwhelmed. It's really to get educated is one of the best ways to get past feeling overwhelmed. I know when I start feeling overwhelmed, it's because I don't have enough knowledge or understanding or information of the certain situation. I'll give you a a more practical example. So let's say, you know, when I'm driving through um, Salt Lake City, like Salt Lake City is really, really big. Well, I get a little overwhelmed because it's a big city and I have no clue where to go. So I'm relying on my GPS, you know, you know, 21st century GPS where, you know, you see you have to have a map or talk to people, you know, get out of your car, like, Hey, where do I go here? I remember I have to do that. But, um, so when you don't know where you're going in the city and you have no map, you have nobody telling you where to go. You start feeling overwhelmed. Like, man, I don't have any information on how to get to where I want to go. Like if you're driving from, let's say Oregon, you want to go to, to Disney World, which is in Orlando, Florida. You want to drive all the way there. Well, if you don't have a map, if you don't have somebody telling you how to get there or where to go or what to, to look out for, if you don't have any of that, you're going to feel overwhelmed because you're like, man, I'm just confused on what to do. Now, the key is to get educated, have somebody helping you. If you have a, a somebody, if you know somebody that invests in real estate, talk to them, ask them questions, you know, 
pick their brains to see how you can make sure that you don't have any problems or as best you can mitigate through those problems by having somebody else help you. So get educated on real estate. That's listen to podcasts like mine. You read blog articles. You can go to other sites. You can go to real estate investor meetups in your area. There's so many different ways to get educated. So you want to get educated to help you to know the path that you want to go. Now, here's another question I get, or one of the main questions I get. Well, what if I lose money? Like, what do I do if I lose money? Well, I, absolutely, that's a great question. You're investing your money. It's not like you're just going to be throwing your money and getting a guaranteed return. There is a possible way that you lose money, but what we do at Master Passive Income and where I teach all my students is what we want to do is mitigate as much as we can from losing any money. Now, the way to do that is not to invest to like flip a property where you hope appreciation is actually going to make you money. You know, you buy low and you sell within six months and you flip you flip the property, you know, put money into it, make it look better. And then we don't do that. That's not something we do. We invest in long term where we get rental income from that property. So here's what you do. You want to invest for monthly passive income. The question is, what if I lose money? Well, if you invest for a monthly passive income, you are going to mitigate so many chances of losing money. Here's what I tell every student. You only buy properties that make you $250 or more each month in passive income. I had one investor tell me, well, I tried to buy properties for only $100 a month. Like I, if I made $100 a month from that one property, then I am ecstatic. Like that's what I want from that one property. Well, my opinion is, okay, if you have one property that is rented and it only makes you $100 a month, how much is that a year that you would make? You know, after all expenses, if your profit is $100, how much is that going to make you in one year? Well, 12 months out of the year, you're only making $100. How much is that going to be? That's going to be $1,200 or $1,200. Now, in my opinion, that is really not that much money. $1,200 if you have an $800 mortgage and you have an eviction or you just have the tenant move out for one month, that's $800 of your $1,200 eaten up. That's only $400 extra. You know, God forbid you actually had two months that you had a tenant out. Well, you're actually losing money now. And so what happens if you have the furnace go out and you needed to replace that? And that's going to cost, you know, $1,500. Well, that's going to eat up your entire uh, your entire income for the entire year. So, But if you invest for $250 or more each month in passive income, you are going to mitigate all those problems of having the possibility of actually losing money. Now, another question, or sorry, along with that question is what if I lose money? You want to do your research. Before you do anything, before you buy a property, you want to do your own research. Number one, like I said, when you're feeling overwhelmed, get educated. But number two, you, you need, or with losing money, you know, what if I lose money? You want to do your research of the area. You want to do the research of the types of property that are for sale, research on what type of property managers are there, how much they charge, what type of inspectors. You want to look at what type of clientele is actually going to be there. You know, if they're going to be, um, if there's a higher crime in certain areas of the city or not. So do your research so you understand the entire market before you buy. You know, I invest and a lot of different places across the country. And what I do is I try to find out as much as I can about each state and each city and each even neighborhood that I invest in. Like in, I even know like the zip code, like in this particular zip code, this is where the bad problems, problem, you know, properties are like there's more crime here or it's harder to collect rents and stuff like that. But in this other area code, 
um, sorry, yeah, sorry, zip code. This other zip code is actually a really, really good area, a really good zip code that I want to buy property. So I know the area as best I can. And the way I do that is by talking to people, doing research online. And this that'll go way outside of the scope of this podcast. So let's move on. Now, another thing is, you know, if somebody asks, well, what if I lose money? Well, we want to mitigate losing money. And another one is, along with getting educated, is you want to work with other investors in like a mastermind or a real estate investor meetup. Um, you want to get with other investors to talk to them about what what's working for them, what's not working for them. Maybe they're selling a property, they're moving into apartment complexes, and they need to sell a property or two properties, and they're good properties, but they can work great for you, but it's not for them because they're moving up to apartment complexes. And so the thought is, you know, what if I lose money? You want to be working with other people to make sure that you're not going to lose money. I'm not guaranteeing you that you would not actually lose money, but we are doing everything we can to mitigate these problems. Now, I've been doing this for 12 or 13 years, and I don't lose money because I have so many properties. Now, some properties, you know, they might lose money, but I have other properties that all that income from those property, they make it up. Like I've literally never written a check in my 12 years of investing. I've never written a check and given it to my property manager to pay for something because all the money from my other properties pay for the expenses of the other properties. Hopefully that makes sense. Hope you're tracking that. Okay. Another question is that I always get, what if I buy the wrong property? You know, what if I find the wrong one? It looks great, but then it's a money pit or nobody wants to rent in it or, you know, there's so many different issues with buying the wrong property. So my key to that, to getting out of this issue or thought that you're going to buy a wrong property is along with doing your research builds on with that is you build a team. You build a team of people around you that are going to help you. Number one, find the right property, buy the right property, inspect that property, make sure you have everything fixed up right and finding good tenants and collecting the rents. So as I just went through that list, I mean, you're going to find property managers, you're going to find realtors, you're going to find inspectors, contractors, roofers, plumbers, electricians, you're going to find all these people so that at any given time, you can call them up and say, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to do X, Y, Z or whatever it might be. And especially your property manager, that's your quarterback of your team. I think about like a football team, the quarterback is a leader. You want your property manager to be the quarterback to lead everything so that you make money. Now, also, if you know, the question is, what if I buy the wrong property? Well, you need to protect yourself from those problems and protecting yourself from buying the wrong property and buying the problem properties is you actually have inspections on the properties from home inspectors, roof inspectors, plumbers, property managers. So basically everybody you build on your team, you're going to have them inspect the property. Now, not just have them inspect their one thing. Like I'll give you a, a pro tip here. If you are having somebody work on the toilet, you know, they're, 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 there's toilet that needs to be fixed. Well, if a roofer is working there, you know, they got to use the bathroom. So when you're talking to the roofer and they're fixing the roof, roof up, you could say, hey, while you're there, would you mind using the bathroom and just letting me know what condition the bathroom is? Because I got told that the 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 real from the realtor that the bathroom is really rough or it's great, whatever it might be. Like this is what I've heard. I just want to verify it with you. So you use other people to inspect other work, and that's a pro tip. Again, is you're going to use everybody to check other people's work and what other people are saying. Like I never take everybody's word or one person's word for it. Like if I talk to my property manager, they say, "Hey, this is fantastic." Or better yet, if I talk to a realtor and this realtor is saying this is the best property. 
you got to pay this much because it's going to go fast and you know you better hurry up you better even pay more I don't take their word for it I'll even call like three realtors and ask them their um, you know my questions I'll even talk to two or three property managers or home inspectors like I'll talk to lots of people I don't take one person's word for it another question that goes along with all of these is what if I buy in the wrong area of the town or of the state or even the country? Like, what if I just find the wrong area? And my answer to that is only buy where your property manager will recommend you to buy. And that's because they will be okay with collecting rent there and finding tenants. So if you track with me, the first answer is find a property manager. If you're looking at a town in a in a uh, you know in the country and in the state, you find a certain city or a town. Do not buy a property until you have a property manager who is actually going to make sure that the property is taken care of on a day-to-day basis. Now, if your property manager will not manage that property, that's a good indication you probably shouldn't buy it. Maybe you might need to find a property manager that will. That could be the case. But at the same time, they're going to give you reasons why like, hey, you know, it's just a rough area of town. Like I, even in the middle of the day, it's hard for me to go over there without, you know, getting uh, concerned that somebody's going to have, you know, uh, you know. I don't know, some kind of crime or whatever happened. And so you, and here's the key. Another pro tip I want to give you. You want to make sure when you go into a certain area, you talk to as many property managers as you can, find the one that you would like to work with and then work with them on the property. I get, with all my students, I give them um, unlimited access to me on looking at deals. Like I'll analyze deals with them. Um, If they're in my coaching package, I say, you send me your deals. I will analyze them with you. And I get those deals that, you know, not deals, but like the properties, they come to me and say, Hey, what do you think about this property? My first question is, what did your property manager say? Like I, I can do my own research, but I'm only using research that's online, but I'm not going to be calling property managers because that's your job. Once you have your property manager, my question is, what did your property manager say? How much rent are you going to get for the property? How likely is it going to be rented? Are they concerned about the property? Do they like it? You know, all these sort of things. Basically, what does your property manager say about the property? And <laughs> This is a pro tip, but you absolutely, it's common sense. Like if your property manager doesn't want to, to um, collect money from there because they're saying, I'm concerned about my safety, that might not be the best place for you to buy. It could be. I'm not saying don't. You could still make money, but that gives you an indication of what type of property that you're getting into. It gives you a little understanding before you actually buy the property. Now, the next one is, along with what if I buy this, the, you know, in the wrong town, the state or country is you need to research your area. And that's by talking with everyone that you can come across, even looking on Craigslist for other rentals in that area. Call up that person that is, is either the landlord or the property manager and say, Hey, you know, I'm an investor. I I'm looking at buying this area. Do you have any properties that you'd like to sell? And as they're talking about, maybe I do, maybe I don't. And then with that, you say, well, so how is the area? You know, should, should I be concerned about any areas? What do you think about the crime here or the schools or all that sort of stuff? So talk to everyone about the area before you buy. Remember, we're building the business first and then buying the property. Now, here's another question I get. What if the place burns down? Like, what if, oh, and along with that, what if I get bad tenants that actually tear up the place? So we'll ask to the first one. So what if the property burns down? Well, get landlord's insurance. Just like with every property, you have your car insurance, you have your home policy for your property that you live in. You know, if you're renting, you have renter's insurance. Get landlord's insurance, not just homeowner's insurance. Get landlord's insurance because maybe it might not actually cover for a tenant 
tenant living in the property and you don't want that where all of a sudden you realize, oh no, I had a tenant in there and they're saying I can't get, you know, the property burned down and they're, they're not going to cover it because there was a tenant in there and I didn't have a landlord's insurance. So make sure you get landlord's insurance. Now, the next question quickly is easily, you know, the next question right after, you know, place burns down is, well, what if I get bad tenants? You know, what if I find a tenant that is actually a bad tenant tears up the property? Well, here's a big key. Do a background check on all applicants, every single applicant. And here I'll give you a, another pro tip. Even if the applicants in that area, which I've had property managers tell me, well, in this area, people are not going to pay $30 to apply because, you know, they don't have that much money. It's a, you know, it's a rundown area. I pay for, if, if the tenants do not want to pay for the background check, I will pay it. I will pay $30 for a background check to save me $2,000 on an eviction. Wouldn't you do that? <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, jump, like, sign me up. You Your hand, I'll be right up. You'll say, sign me up. I'll give you $30 to save $2,000 absolutely every time. And so I've even had people lie on the application. They look fantastic on the application. But after I run the background check, I find out they've been evicted four times in three years. Well, I don't put them in my property because I don't want to be the fifth time. So you want to do a background check on all applicants. Now, along with the bad tenants, what the question that I get after that is, you know, even if I get good tenants, what if they tear up the place? You know, the first one is that bad tenants, I'm gonna have to evict them, obviously, um, hopefully you mitigate from that by doing a background check. But what if the good tenants actually tear up the place? Well, again, do a background check. Absolutely do a, any question that I get from any student that says, what if this with with tenants? What if that with tenants is run a background check and pick the best tenant that you feel is going to be taking care of the property. That's going to be very truthful and honest. So always, always, always I mean, I can't say it. This is a, a pro tip, common sense, but most people don't do it. Run a background check. Now that's criminal. That's um, uh, what's a financial background check. You see the credit score, see how much debt they have and all that sort of stuff, but also eviction. You want to see all of that. Now, what if they tear up the place? If you do a background check, you're mitigating the chances. But here's the thing. If they do tear up the place, it's really the cost of doing business. Hopefully you're making $250 a month. So if they tear up the place, it's going to maybe cost you, you know, $1,000 to fix up the place and get it rented again. Well, you've made $3,000 in the one year and $1,000 on the changeover. Okay, that's, that's a bummer. But let's say you're only making $100 every single month and you're making $1,200 total. Well, $1,000 fix up, you only have $200 uh, left over. So anyways, all that say, do a background check. You want to make sure that you mitigate potential issues with tenants. All right, guys. So now we are coming to the end of the show and I realize there is so much more to talk about. There's so much more to share. So I'm going to put this into two different parts. Come back next week. You're going to listen to the other part where I'm going to go through the actual process that you need to go through to get over the fear and get your first property. So come back next week and learn more about how to get over the fear of buying that first property. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.